0: Welcome to Farmer Says, where kids ask all the questions. I'm Andrea. On today's episode, we will hear from Kylie Baldwin, a beekeeper who will share with us the difference between a honeybee and other bees, as well as how to handle working with honeybees. Welcome to Farmer
1: Says. Let's meet our guest. Hello, everyone. My name is Kylie Baldwin, and I am a beekeeper. I have been a beekeeper for the last four years, I'm 18 years old and a proud member of the National FFA Organization, which is where I began my beekeeping project and have loved it ever since. What is your bee yard like? I have four colonies at my home. We have about 16 acres in Oregon. Most of our surrounding areas are juniper trees and sagebrush, so more of a desert area. Um, but we also have a lot of farm fields so we have mostly grass and alfalfa my honeybees main forage is clover and so they are mostly on our farm that has lots of clover and dandelions for them to harvest on all of my honeybees colonies look the same um, but they're different than the ones that we see when we're driving along the road that are the white boxes stacked on top of each other Um, Instead of stacking boxes on top of each other, I have colonies or hives that look kind of long and they're more rectangular shape and there's no boxes included in them. Kylie mentioned colonies.
0: I learned that bees are social insects and that a colony can have a single queen, hundreds of male drones, and 20,000 to 80,000 female worker bees. That doesn't even count the baby bees. Now that's a big
1: family. Let's hear more about Kylie's colonies. So just like your house that looks different from maybe your neighbors or someone across town, honeybees live in different types of houses as well. If you were to walk up to one of my beehives, you would see them flying around and coming in and out of their small hole or their small entrance in the front. You wouldn't hear very much, but if you listened closely, you could slightly hear them buzzing when they're flying. My hives are painted different colors, too, to help the honeybees identify them. And most of the beekeeping equipment that I use is pretty simple. I mostly just use what's called a hive tool, and it has kind of a flat edge and then a hook on each end of it so that I can, you know, maneuver inside the hive. But other than that, my beekeeping equipment is pretty simple, and it's one of the reasons I use the certain style of hive that I have. What's your favorite part of your job? There are so many things that I love about beekeeping, but my favorite one would have to be how much I learn every single time I go into one of my hives. I've been doing this for a while, but I learn something new almost any time I go into my hives, whether that's connecting new dots or discovering some new information that I didn't know about them before, or having to go and research why something is happening in my hive. I love to learn, I love going to school, and it's so cool that part of my job is having to learn new tasks all the time and just being able to work with the natural biology and behavior of honeybees. Another one of my favorite parts is when I'm actually in the hive, getting to see and smell the honeybees because if you've ever smelled honey, it's very sweet and almost smells like flowers. That's what the inside of a colony of honeybees smells like. Their work of art um, in the honeycomb they produce is stunning and so beautiful to look at. How do you take care of bees? When I take care of my bees, I focus on three things. The first one is to make sure that the queen is there. The queen is the one who lays all of the eggs, so if I can't find her, I'll need to look for eggs to see that she's been there within the last three days. The second thing I look for is to make sure they have enough food and this is different depending what time of year it is. I'll need to make sure that they have enough pollen to feed their babies and also enough honey so that they can go into winter having enough food to survive that winter. And then the third thing I look for when taking care of my bees is how many mites they have and having to check on The mites because the mites are what kills the honeybees and nobody wants dead honeybees. So I have to take care of their mites, um, which includes giving them treatments. Sometimes I only have to treat for mites once a month, sometimes once every couple months, but if I have more mites than I want in my hive, sometimes it can be every four days. Specific tasks I perform are mostly just hive inspections. When I do a hive inspection, I look for those three things. And other than that, they're pretty low maintenance. They prefer to be left alone. You won't want to take care of your honeybees daily um, and bother them too much, but it's okay if they have mites to check them every four days and do a treatment. Every treatment for mites can look different. I have others that help me when it comes to holding things in the hive or um, just an extra set of hands can be really helpful when I'm working. There are certainly different seasons of beekeeping. In the winter, we are pretty much hands off. We don't have to do a lot in the wintertime because they go dormant, similar to a bear in hibernation. They're still alive, but they don't go out and forage. They live off of their honey in the wintertime. In the springtime is when they're building their population and growing their colony size and numbers so that they'll be ready for the upcoming spring and summer months. In the springtime, they can also swarm, um, which is where they divide and reproduce their colonies so that we can have more honeybees in the world naturally. In the summertime is when they're mostly collecting forage, so pollen and nectar to bring back. Pollen feeds the babies for protein, and the nectar is what is cured and turned into honey for the winter. Now, the fall and winter months is when they slow down population, so their hive actually gets smaller. The number of bees decreases. In the winter time, they go into hibernation. They go into a ball called a cluster, and they live together and use each other's body heat um, to survive until the springtime again. They eat their honey in the winter. Do all bees look the same? There are many different types or breeds of honeybees. There's anything from Italian, Russian, African, but the breed of bees that I use are carniolan. They're all a little bit different. When it comes to do all bees look the same, the answer is no. Some are more orange, some are more yellow, some have more black, some have less black, some are bigger, some are smaller. It all depends on the genetic variation of when the queen was mated with multiple drones and how many different varieties of honeybees she mated with. The main question that I get asked is, what's the difference between a honeybee and a wasp or a yellow jacket? My quick answer is that not only do they look a little bit different when you look up close, is that they're attracted to different things. Honeybees are attracted to florally things or colorful patterns. If you're wearing florally perfume or a colorful shirt, they're going to be attracted to you. But if you've ever noticed when you're camping or grilling something and they attract wasps, that's because wasps are looking for protein. Are you afraid of getting stung? What happens if you do get stung? The most common question I'm asked as a beekeeper is, do you get stung? And the short answer is yes. Worker bees have the ability to sting once. When they sting, they die. A queen is the only bee in the colony that can sting multiple times to protect herself, but a drone cannot sting at all. You should never be afraid of being stung by a honeybee when they're out foraging because they're just doing one thing. They're trying to do their job, whether it's looking for pollen or nectar or water, and bringing it back to their hive. A bee sting feels like a sharp pinch but over time, it begins to swell and get puffy, which can sometimes lead to other body aches. It can lead to your joints being achy. But bee stings react differently to everybody. Only about 1% of the population is truly allergic to honeybee venom. Honeybee venom is different than all other bees, like wasps, yellow jackets, or hornets. So some people may be allergic to the other types of bees, but not actually allergic to honeybees. If a honeybee comes near you, it could be because you're wearing florally perfume or a colorful shirt that they're attracted to. The best thing to do is just to say hi bee and wish it on its way. The worst thing to do is to swat at the bee to get it to go away. Let it say hi to you, you say hi to them in part ways. If you do get stung, you should keep a very close eye on it. If you need professional help, please get to a doctor. But if not, the odds are you'll be okay. <laughs>
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Farmer Says, where kids ask all the questions. We heard from Kylie Baldwin, who is a beekeeper that has shared with us about raising bees in the high desert, how bees look different, and how to handle a bee sting. We were so glad to be here with you today. Come again!